guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So we're going to get into some crazy stuff today. As I talked to you earlier on in the week about how one of the great sins of the people in Corinth was sexual immorality. So here we go. Let's get into chapter five, where verse number one, it is reported commonly that there is fornication among you. And such fornication is as not so much as named among the Gentiles that one should have his father's wife. So basically there's stuff going on there that not even the world, it's like, this is getting crazy. You guys are seeing every kind of sexual immorality start starting to creep into your group right here. These are members of the church. Ye are puffed up and have not rather mourned that he that hath done this deed might be taken away from among you. Verse number six, your glorying is not good. Know ye not that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump? So understanding a little bit about yeast and what it does to bread, how they had unleavened bread back then, particularly for worship and for Passover worship. Let me show you the New Living Translation here. And again, pretty simple. You're boasting about this is terrible. So not only are they doing these bad things, but they're really boasting about it. Don't you realize that this sin is like a little yeast that spreads through the whole batch of dough? You get this little bit in here and it's going to start affecting everybody, which leads to Paul's counsel in verse number nine. I wrote into you an epistle not to company with fornicators. And so he's saying like, look, this is starting to creep in and we've got to solve this problem. So the people in Corinth are having problems with the law of chastity, right? So are you ready for a nice guilt lesson on the law of chastity? Well, if you are, I'm not going to give you one. I don't think those have place. I don't think they work. I know some have done that in the past. I don't think it's the right way to teach that. I believe very much in Boyd K. Packer's quote. Some of you might remember this quote from years ago. True doctrine understood changes attitudes and behavior. The study of the doctrines of the gospel will improve behavior quicker than a study of behavior will improve behavior. Preoccupation with unworthy behavior can lead to unworthy behavior. That is why we stress so forcefully the study of the doctrines of the gospel. You see this happen in the Book of Mormon with Alma and his son Corianton. The context of his behavior is sexual immorality. He's with a prostitute named Isabel, right? So that's the problem. But what he does when you get into Alma 40, 41, and 42, he's not given a guilt lesson on the law of chastity. He's talking about the plan of restoration. He's talking about the justice and mercy of God. He's talking about the resurrection. And those things, those doctrines help Corianton change his behavior. So again, when we try to get into those lessons about the the guilt lessons on certain behaviors, I don't think they work, but I think the preaching of the doctrine changes it. Paul understands this very principle because you go back to chapter three and look what Paul starts teaching about what is going on in the city of Corinth. Verses 16 and 17. Many of you are very familiar with these verses. Know ye that ye are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy for the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. And I love how you go down to verse number 23. Simple statement. And ye are Christ's and Christ is God's. So what he's trying to teach here right off is that your body is a temple and how you treat that body is often going to determine how the spirit of the Lord is with you. You see the same thing that Paul teaches over in chapter six, a little bit different wording, but it is the same doctrine. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ. Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of an harlot? God forbid. 
What? Know ye not that what he has joined to an harlot is one body? For two saith he shall become one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So again, he's teaching the importance of your body is a temple and the sacredness of the body. And that is an important thing to teach when you are dealing with law of chastity issues. Well, I love what Elder David A. Bednar taught years ago about this. I thought this was so cool. I have heard many young people both outside and inside of the church declare, it's my body and I can do to it what I want. The correct doctrinal response to such a statement is quite simple. No, your body is not your own. It is a loner from God. And the choices we make about the use of our personal temples will affect us throughout all eternity because the physical body is so central to the Father's plan of happiness and our spiritual development. We should not be surprised that Lucifer seeks to thwart our progression by enticing us to use our bodies improperly. It is to me one of the ultimate ironies of eternity, that the adversary who is miserable precisely because he has no physical body and therefore cannot progress, seeks to make us miserable like unto himself through the improper use of our bodies. The very tool he does not have and cannot use thus is the primary instrument through which he attempts to lure us to physical destruction. Satan doesn't have a body, so what is he going to do? He's going to try to get you to misuse yours in various ways. Our physical bodies indeed are temples of God. Consequently, brothers and sisters, you and I must carefully consider what we take into our temple, what we put on our temple, and what we do to our temple, and what we do with our temple. Now, there's a great statement here that's going to lead us into what we're going to talk about tomorrow. And we can learn a number of important lessons by comparing the church's temples to our physical bodies as temples. So again, here is the doctrine that's being taught by Paul. Your body is a temple. And Elder Bednar says we can learn a lot from how we take care of our church's temples and how we build those. And you're going to see that tomorrow as well. And what lessons we can learn to help us take care of our own temples as well. So I love the doctrine that's taught here. And again, Paul doesn't teach a guilt lesson on the law of chastity. He teaches about the importance of the body and how the body is a gift from God. And again, like I said, that's going to lead us to tomorrow as well. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.